0: Yo, welcome. My name is Rob Wong. This is Great Date Guy Podcast and you're probably here cuz the title has something about orgasms and orgasms for a long time. You dirty dirty perv. Welcome to the fold. You're among friends. Uh yeah, today's conversation is with a killer expert on the field of Taoist energy practice, tantric energy movement, essentially everything that you would need to take on in order to experience um, just really pleasurable things in life. Uh, up to and including but not exclusive to sex so if pleasure is your thing if you're looking to have a grander experience of life this is where we begin now the actual interview starts like about a minute and a half past this point so if you want to skip to that point uh, you can go ahead but I also introduce my friend Casey and why you should listen to him where he's an expert and what his uh, point of view about what he does in the world is uh, up to you Uh, so I'm going to stop right about here and let's go with me today is someone who I encountered uh, at the very beginning of like my awakening um, right when I started getting really deep into my conscious awareness of self um, he's a coach and a mentor his name is Casey Taylor and um, there's a lot to say about you so I'm curious if there's any more you want to add to that description of who you are and how you show up in the world
1: Along with that, I am a a kundalini yoga instructor. I've been a professional instructor since 2016 with a yoga practice that goes back further than that. Uh, Within that context, I teach meditation as well, a meditation practice that's uh, been in place for over 15 years and serious for over a decade. Um, I also am a body worker. I uh, do a particular type of uh, body work called the John Barnes approach of myofascial release. Uh, And so all of these things integrate into Um, having my own understanding of the metaphysical, which I'm happy to stand on the shoulders of greats um, to have some learning with great teachers. Um, And ultimately, I'm a pragmatist. I can speak fluent Wu, but if if I don't have an experience around it or give a chance for that experience to be something that I can integrate in my own life and that has a, a productive change, then I tend to not necessarily bring it into the fold of what I teach or what I work with. But I always keep an open mind, like an open minded skeptic is what I like to hold around anything, especially when we're talking about um, things that aren't as um, physical or aren't as normal within the Western cultures.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a, a beautiful bridge into the subject at hand, um, because uh, uh, which is sexual energy practice. And um, thinking about that, for me personally, there's this little bit of like, uh, there's, there was initial skepticism. Uh, even hmm, How do I even break this down? The, the way that I was first introduced to the idea was I went to a local burn in Austin, Texas. And for those of you listening, you might recognize it. It's called Burning Flipside. And I was staying with the the tantra camp which which actually had been introduced to me as the as the sexy orgy camp uh, which you know is is not unfair but it's also not exactly what, what that's about um and and in the process of in being in communication with those folks the stuff that came up was like you could experience the, the sensation of having an orgasm except it lasts for hours and it was like oh okay uh, like, like <laughs> cool but like how do you get there? And then in seeing the practice, it was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and today, I would love to explore that space with you. As I begin to embrace this and set aside the skepticism and see that there's utility here, I have some curiosity around, well, how, how do I get to a place where I can experience the sensation of having an orgasm that lasts for way too long? And uh, so I, I'm curious about... How, how would you introduce a beginner to this subject? Like, where would you have them start in their understanding of it?
1: Mm, yeah, Fan- fantastic question. And I would say one of the best ways I can start to answer that is to go back to when I was a beginner in this uh, you know realm. And I had the, um, what was it called? Uh, there, there was a particular book. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was uh, The Multi-Orgasmic Couple. And it had been on my bookshelf for a couple of years, you know, peruse through it, and then tried to implement some of those practices. And this was probably, you know, 20 years ago or longer. I had challenges around it, a lot of challenges. And because the are there are some fundamental pieces of the puzzle that weren't there for me already. Um, and so the things that kind of get in the way, I think, of for most of us in Western culture, most men in Western culture, um, is some of the challenges of being aware of energy in the body um, of having enough energy to move energy in the body and then breaking the patterns of um, coming quickly due to hiding away and masturbating in our uh, youth. And so those are like the three main things that got in my way. So is that, is that something that um, resonates for you at all?
0: It, does resonate for me. And and I, I guess, let's see. I want to make this clear for anyone who's listening. So I, could you walk through how you would first start to become aware of energy in your body?
1: Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And I'm going to speak from this from the perspective of a man, a, a male in a physical body. And that's just because it's my perspective, but you can be a masculine embodied human in any sense. So this is not um, gay or straight or um, non-binary. None of this matters. It's about the energy of the masculine. And that's where I'm gonna speak from at this moment. Um, And within the energy of the masculine, um, one of the fundamental places to start with this is experiencing the world in a duality of masculine and feminine. And um, The place I think that is best to start with this in as being a man is working with the energy that we feel when we might see a beautiful woman. And so I love to use the example of the amazing ass in yoga pants. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're at the market, you know, you're just doing your thing, you're you're getting your groceries and this incredible ass in yoga pants goes by. And there is a thing that happens to us as men in that moment. And we can... um, bring that just down to the physiological level. We could look at brain function, but on another level, there is an energetic sense that occurs. And when we think about it in those elements, there's the energy of the divine feminine, in this case being manifest as an incredible ass in yoga pants. That energy then enters our energy as a, a masculine embodied human, And it tends to go to two places, either to the groin, right to, you know, right to our energy center in our sexual energy center, or it goes up into the brain. And we start to have fantasies about, oh, my gosh, I can see myself, you know, raising kids in Vermont with this woman. Right. And if we get, you know, really honest with ourselves and start to look at these moments, that's pretty much the binary equation is either, you know, I want to fuck or I want to (laughs) marry It, and usually not kill, right? She just says, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> comes up, Or neutral, or completely neutral. And so this, this energy can move to these places in the body. Um, and that's like a really interesting place to start working with this stuff, because the um, ass in yoga pants, as I said, is just a manifestation of the divine feminine in movement. The same is true when we have an incredible meal, or we have uh, our favorite drink, or we watch a beautiful sunset. Like this is all the flow of the divine feminine. And as within the masculine, we are outside of the flow. We are spaciousness itself. We are consciousness itself. Uh, And so we can even look at things like um, in Hinduism of having um, Shiva sitting in meditation until Shakti comes along and dances. And then when he joins her in the dance, the universe gets destroyed, right? And this energy is in this metaphor works with us in each and every moment. Mm. So I I hope I didn't go too far out there. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think, I think we have taken it from a a very baseline level to like a very, very high expression of what you're talking about. And, and some, some curiosity comes up. Would, would it be appropriate then to describe the beginning of this practice as noticing what we experience as arousal, but what in general um seeking to kind of broaden that understanding so not only are we looking at what arousal is we're looking at in as an entity how do I react to feminine energy and what's there for me um what is that an appropriate encapsulation of what you're saying
1: beautifully encapsulated yeah very very eloquently said I, I would 100% agree with that is getting curious about what's happening within our physical body and within the um, movement of mind when we experience the divine feminine.
0: That's very, very interesting. Um, I've never heard it put that way. And I think that's very useful. And as as I go into different things that I see that there's a way to bring consciousness to them. So if I look at the consciousness of money, where I'm looking is where are my blocks when it comes to my beliefs about money? Like, am I afraid of being too greedy? Does it hurt me when I try to take something from someone? Like when a client tries to pay me, do I feel guilty? Um, And in removing those blocks, then I begin to bring more and more of that into my life. And I guess what I'm seeing here is that this practice that we're describing is it's not just of arousal. It's not just of pleasure. Those things are incidental to what we're exploring here. But it is it is a it, it could be thought of as a way of like unblocking this particular flow of energy within us. Does that does that map?
1: Oh, 100%. I think you you totally nailed it. And whether we speak about that unblocking in a psychological sense or within the energy centers of the body, um, they are intertwined. They're not two separate things. And so even if you go after it in a psychological sense, you're going to, even if you don't believe in quote unquote energy, which you don't need to believe in because it's a thing that happens, right? You know, that it's going to unblock those energies within the body.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay, so I want to circle back to the original premise. It is that we notice the energy, mm-hmm. and we notice if we have enough energy, and then there is a final component that I'm missing here. What am I leaving out?
1: Hmm. Well, where the noticing if we have a, enough energy is um, a fundamental element of being able to move the energy in the body. So. This is where, you know, and I'm sorry for any listeners who are out there, but if you're eating, um, you know, fast food, you know, three times a week, and playing, you know, f- 20 hours of, you know, World World of Warcraft or whatever, this practice is probably not going to happen for you. It, you know, not until you start cleaning up how you're living your life. And I don't need to say you need to be a monk or anything, right? But you need to be, uh, you know, have a strong, healthy physiology. You need to have a strong nervous system. And so even if you're crumbling because um, your boss gives you a bad look and you're every day, you're like, oh, this sucks. Your life sucks. There's no way you're going to have the energy to move into a practice like this. So if if you're looking at this as like a goal, which it really isn't the goal isn't to come for four hours like that it's who we become in trying to achieve that goal that's the important part
0: i just just pictured someone ejaculating for four hours (laughs) and i was like oh man um yeah i i think i think there's so much to highlight here and i have i have a curiosity check-in uh i also want to i want to undo that last statement because obviously this is not about ejaculating for four hours because i think that's Physically impossible. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but yes, um what comes to mind for me in hearing you speak is is around how at least in my opinion, my body is the instrument through which I experience the universe and reality. Which means that if I'm not taking care of my body, then my experience of reality is necessarily going to be kind of shit because I'm in pain um, and my body is telling me that it's in pain and that there's stuff that it wants, like more rest, more sunshine, more exercise, stretching or whatever the case may be. Um, So my projection on what you're saying is that if I'm not taking care of my body in a way that has it be happy those pain signals are going to override my ability to feel the arousal, the pleasure or whatever else arises. Like it's going to be like noise on my radio tuner. Like, is that a really antiquated example? I guess it might be, but like, (laughs) like static (laughs) static that gets in the way of me understanding what's happening so that I can notice the energy. Um, is, Is that, is that, your experience or is yours experience different yeah
1: as antiquated as that metaphor is it actually is spot on yeah is that you know yeah if we're if we're if we are as you know as rob you're you know 101.5 and i'm 102.7 if we're just a little bit off those old rotary dials before they there was they were digital we'd have that little and that's exactly the case that we're not Living in a resonance that's close to our highest potential, not to say we need to be a fully realized human in order to have these practices, but we need to be have the, the denser parts of energy and that's our physical body be in resonance and alignment in order to have these higher experiences. And the, one of the big ones around this is is the stress release cycle around uh, masturbating or ejaculation or even sexual practice, right? Even if in your relationship you don't masturbate much, but your your fucking is short, and you know you're just really looking to come or just force her to have come, and then you come like waiting for that that release. First of all. There's. I want to honor that because it's actually part of the divine masculine. We are always in, in a masculine embodied humans looking to resolve, right? This is what our energetic signature is, is that, oh, you want to have the conversation? Okay, let's have the conversation and come to a resolution. Then we move on from it. You know, I, I want to basically do whatever, do my work and then take a nap, right? You know, where the divine feminine is always in flow. And the orgasmic practice and having long-term orgasm is part of the divine feminine so even as a man when we are orgasming that is in linking us into the divine feminine and then beyond that into non-duality
0: mm. this is this is brilliant i i love i love where this is going and i think there are two things that i want to bring up here because one i think they're they're If you're listening right now, you may have noticed that there's this knee jerk reaction against, oh, feminine energy, like, "Ah," like, I don't, I don't want (laughs) to go there. (laughs) And, and noticing that I think is important. Um, I think that as, as someone who identifies as male, um, I have noticed that there's such a push and a reaction against anything, anything affiliated with female being in my space. Um, And what I'm seeing is that when I deny those things that are more feminine such as emotions right I'm also denying a more pleasurable experience of reality which which I think from what I'm hearing in engaging in this practice the 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 four-hour orgasm thing is almost incidental like the the main benefit that I'm hearing here is that I just get to get a more pleasurable experience of reality in totality like, moment to moment it's a pleasurable existence which if you're dealing with feeling overwhelmed stressed uh frustrated about life just in general like not enjoying your experience moment to moment and eagerly trying to escape that process by getting to the next thing creating urgency around that thing not only is that counterproductive um because that urgency that neediness is what stops people from wanting to give that thing to us it's also just a shitty experience of reality. So if I take all of that, then this can we can begin to address that through this practice. Of course, it doesn't have to be this practice, but this seems like a very, very good tool for addressing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, eloquent, eloquently said, yeah, I think that you just did a, a beautiful summary there is that, yeah, <laughs> if life sucks, the stuff that's getting in our way that's making life suck is... Um, you know, it sounds so simple, but that's the stuff that's um, stopping us from having the deeper experiences of being a human being. And that includes, if, if you are a kind of alpha male in listening to this, right, that includes um, enjoying the divine feminine parts of yourself. And just, you know, it doesn't need to be feminine. I, if you notice, I use the term divine feminine. I'm not talking about it in a gendered sense. I'm not talking about wearing a dress. If, if that's fine if you want to. I mean, it's great. but the The energy of the feminine is receptive, right? And when we think about the projective energy, even in an orgasm, right? We're just orgasming the we're ejaculating and then it it dissipates, right? So this is where we get a stress release leaf out of it. Now, a female orgasm, and I would I'm gonna postulate that this is for all of us, because I've had the experience many, many times, that the orgasm for the human being can be a receptive one where we continue to stay in that moment and keep the flow of that energy going. And that's why I would frame it as something that is more of the feminine energy. Uh, And so we can have that flow energy, as you said, spill out into the rest of life. And then we, we can step into our masculine when it's necessary. So when it's time to do spreadsheets, right. When it's time (laughs) to be a warrior and and hit the gym, right. That's we don't want to be in a a receptive state there. We want to be like, I'm killing it in the gym. I'm getting all, you know, moving all my endorphins i'm strengthening my body like this is a very specific thing now when it comes to having your mustache waxed perfectly you you know you're in your divine feminine like it, that's, <laughs> it's the fact of the matter we're doing it whether we want to or not <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and I, want, I want to throw in, because because I, I am believe, I believe more in polarity now, if, if you consider yourself to be an alpha male, you can also fuck off. This is not a podcast for that particular stage of development. And I think that it's necessary for people to go through the stage that they need to go through first. We do the thing, we see that it works or doesn't work for us, and in reaction, we come to another path. Uh, but this is not this is not a, a podcast that will serve you if you currently consider yourself to be an alpha male. Uh, the, the ideas that we talk about here are too distant. Um, so, yeah, that being said, I, I think that I also want to touch on this point of um, energy movement. So let's say we've achieved the first level, which is, hey, I am aware that there is energy here. How do we progress or how do we begin to look to begin to experience level two?
1: Great. Yeah. And this is where, you know, I'm going to point to a couple of resources uh, and then describe how I experience the practice. Uh, and the main, one main resource that I highly recommend, and probably many of your listeners have already read it al- already, is The Way of the Superior Man uh, by David Data. And in the end of that book, he describes a very simple way of doing this, and it's worth reading just for that. Um, also, you can, um, and if I mess up his name, I, I apologize, uh, Mantak Chia, uh, and he has a book, The Taoist Secrets of Love. And that goes into a lot of detail. Um, the detail can be daunting. And so I like to simplify this down. And that's that we do this act of noticing. Okay, we notice the amazing yoga pants. That ass is incredible. And then we see where we feel it in our body. And this may take time. You might need to like literally bring your eyes closed while in the market and sense into what's happening. You know, who cares if anybody's looking at you? You know, you're you're just sitting there, right? <laughs> and feel if that energy is in your groin if it's in if it's in your sexual energy center of your balls, your dick, right? Is it are things aroused there, right? And if that is the case, notice what those feelings feel like. Be with them, right? Now we have oftentimes we'll have a knee-jerk reaction because we're trained to not have hard-ons in public. So we kind of smush it down and then we just kind of put it into our shadow, right? We just push it away. And you know, if you ever had the embarrassing element in grade school of having a, a hard-on and having to like walk around or something, you know, you might have a, even more um, of an energy of wanting to push that away that it's not appropriate in public, as well as it's, you know, not appropriate in public, right? So here's a way, here's a way to move that energy in a healthy way is that we can take that energy from the, from the sexual organs and move them up the spine and then into the head and then back down the front of the body. And we do this with breath. The key elements of this is that the tongue is gonna be touching on the roof of the mouth just behind the the front teeth. So the tongue touches there, this creates a circuit. And as we breathe in, we breathe in and we can actually pull up um, at the sexual organs, the anus and the the navel point, which is the third chakra. And that pushes the energy up the spine, up to the top of the head. And here we can allow it as we exhale to drop down making that connection at the tongue at the roof of the mouth down the front of the body back into the genitals and then moving back up with each breath and back down and this starts to allow us to circulate this energy in the body now this may be too much to do in a market right so (laughs) you can definitely utilize this uh, with you know uh whatever the catalog of victoria's secret magazine in your own private setting i would not recommend doing this with porn right there's too much of a um, of a connection for most of us, most men in Western culture, to ejaculate quickly while looking at porn. Um, you also might just move into something that's really kind of extreme, like it's the thing that turns you on the most, and that's fine if you're like more advanced in the practice. But at this point, I would say that like you know, stick to something that's like lingerie and bathing bathing suits, and feel that energy so that you can really start to sense into the nuance of it.
0: Mm. I want to i want to draw an analogy here for someone who might be like fuck no i'm gonna do porn um and and that, that's that's precisely where i started so this is this is also good for me um th- when i started doing a when i started getting coached in movement uh and it was because i kept on injuring myself like i I climb pretty regularly. I I would say that I'm disproportionately strong given my size And, and that practice begins to extend to lifting as well. But something I was noticing was I was giving myself fucking tennis elbow and golf elbow at the same time in the same arm. My hip was beginning to act up. So I hired on someone who could help me begin to navigate how I'm moving so I can stop injuring myself. And one of the things that we obviously discuss is a conscious awareness of what my body is doing. But when I'm lifting very heavy, like say doing squats, it's very hard for me to notice what my body is doing because everything is firing at the same time. Um, and because I'm all tensed up, I don't feel too much. So where we start with that practice, if you if you do lifting, you probably are aware of this, this is basics for you. You start off with the bar or maybe you don't even have the bar. You just do a squat and you see how does that feel? How do I adjust my weight on my feet? How do I begin to load everything so that I feel grounded and that this is easy, as opposed to feeling a lot of strain in my quads or in my lower back or whatever. So I'm going to draw this analogy to what Casey was just talking about. I think it might be relevant. Uh, I see you nodding. So it could be Um, in that if you're going to begin your sexual energy practice, you don't want to have to start squatting 400 pounds doing porn throttled up to 100% on the thing that turns you on the most, because that's not going to give you the kind of awareness that you want. We want to start off with something a little bit more subtle so that we can begin to get the proper form. Uh, Does that feel appropriate?
1: 100%. I think that's a beautiful uh, analogy there. Yeah. That we want to have proper form so that we can bring this to our own selves and then bring it to partners or multiple people, depending on our sexual practices. Right. So yeah, so right that even even going to the to the gym, right? We have our own experience around that, and then what that can bring to the rest of the world. If we're strong and healthy, we are a better human. Hmm. Right?
0: <laughs> mm. Okay, that that's awesome to hear, and I love the detail that we're going into here because I think it can be really easy to talk about these types of things very conceptually, and I I enjoy that we're getting into the practical as well. I suppose I'm, I'm curious about why begin cycling the energy.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And one of the main reasons is because it, when things are built up in the body, we're going to look to release them, especially as men, right? We're going to look to go to that back to that point of resolving it. And so that usually will mean uh, masturbation, right? So it, unless you're having frequent sex with a partner, you know, that's it's that's going to be, and each of those can be either you know a really beautiful and amazing practice or it can just be um an energy release and i'm not here to say that one is better than the other i'm just saying that there's an opportunity within each and if you're aware of each right because sometimes you just want to jerk one off because you need a stress relief and that's fine but if that's what you're doing every day you're not living to your potential, right? And you're going to see that show up in your bank account. You're going to see that show up in how, how it show, you show up on your dates. You're going to see it in your how you move in, in, about the world in your workouts. Because if we're constantly, you know, in the esoteric realms, and I've never resonated with this, that we're like losing this energy or that there's as much energy in a drop of blood, at, you know, that in, in, in all the blood in our body and one drop of semen. And there's all this stuff that kind of gets in the way. Ultimately, try it out for yourself. Don't come for a week. See how you show up in the world. Right. And you and if you do that with this practice of being aware, you're going to notice this energy building up in your genitals. And then if you are capable of taking the time and it's more of a meditative practice, I recommend doing it after meditation is, you know, pull out the Victoria's Secret catalog, look at it, move that energy, spend five minutes. Don't come for a week and then see what happens, because ultimately, you know, N equals one. What is your experience with this? And if you start to notice things changing, then stick with it. What happens if you don't come for two weeks, right? And even within that, you know, many of us w- within that short period of time may start to have uh, nocturnal emissions, which means like maybe there's other places I need to be moving energy in my body. So those of us who, who, who are more physically active, that is not usually part of the experience. If you are working out every day and you don't come for three weeks, nocturnal emissions are less likely But even if that is happening for you, I recommend doing some real high interval, like high impact stuff, like not necessarily just uh, hit training, but like go as hard as you can for two minutes sprinting, go as hard as you can with bicep curls for two minutes, whatever it is, like spike the stress in your body to the, to the extreme, just like if you were running from a tiger, right? Because once we hit that spike for until the next sleep cycle, we can't really um, cue the body back into that. So it's a great way of of being able to hold some of that energy in the body but still have this release of the stress cycles. If that makes sense, I hope that was clear.
0: I think so. Um and I want to I want to condense this down to something where where my mind is like, "Oh, I can grasp onto this and like instead of flailing around and drowning, I think with stage one, uh, noticing the energy, what I can link that to is a level of body awareness. I know what's happening sensationally inside my physical form. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe outside my physical form. I guess it depends on the person. Um, stage two, I'm learning to not only move the energy, but it's also just I think I think what I'm hearing is creating a movement practice. I'm creating movement and flow, like getting access to the feminine across many different areas in my life Mm -hmm. and okay okay and and there's also this sense of i think i just lost it (laughs) that's okay (laughs) where was i going with that i think it was this sense of oh right yeah so in some senses I, i relate this with my own experience about dealing with that masculine sense of urgency of needing to complete to resolve to advance um And if I can deal with that through my breathing practice, uh, that'll make it easier for me to be in movement in other areas. Uh, Rather than coming at it with this agenda and this need to do something, I can be fully in the moment, which is to me like the very core, the very secret of success. Mm. And I think then where that leaves us is that third stage. And I guess it strikes me as related to everything we've been talking about, but if you had to summarize how that looks in like a couple of sentences, how would you put that?
1: Ooh, ooh, put the couple of sentences on it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I would say that probably to give your listeners the, the most value in what we've been talking about is that that third stage is let's make it pragmatic. And that is make moving from a meditative practice where you're moving energy and noticing the energy in the body to physically pleasuring yourself and coming up to that point to where you're going to ejaculate and then pulling back and doing this over and over and over again. This is where the rubber hits the road, right? This is where this is where we've put weights on the bar of, of the squat, right? Because we need to have this physical side of it under our command. And if, if we've been entrained, if we've entrained our nervous system and our body to come when we are, you know, uh, getting close to it, um, getting close to ejaculating and, and combining the ejaculation and the orgasm as one thing, we need to work to start separating them because they are two separate things. You can have an orgasm without ejaculating, and I don't know, you could probably ejaculate without an orgasm, but they, you can separate them, you know, they are two separate things. And so the practice of of working to separate them is this element of edging where you bring yourself up to the element of where you feel like you're about to come and then just come back and start noticing that space and then creating more and more space between it. When you do this, and then you combine it with not coming for you know a week, you know set yourself a hard goal, right? We're men; we like structure. Okay, I'm <laughs> gonna do it for a week, right? Make that commitment to yourself, right? Okay, then you're gonna really notice things because you're you're cueing the body to move all this energy, which it usually would ejaculate, and then it's gonna stay in the body, and so you're gonna really notice the difference after a week if you're doing that practice as well. So, um, once again, don't use porn because, you know, most people are just going to ejaculate right away. You know, like, like they can't find that, that differentiation because you need to be in a more quiet and still space and be aware of your body to recognize that, um, that distance.
0: Hmm. Mm. This is a, this is fucking great. Uh, and the more we speak, it's becoming very clear to me that like, this is, this is easily like a 10 hour conversation. Like it, this is we are just scratching the surface on uh, an infinite practice, uh, an application of conscious awareness to our physical form and how that relates to pleasure and sexuality, uh, just a pleasant experience of life. And so since we're we're getting close to our time here, uh, I would love to connect people with you. I'm, I'm I'm certain that this has raised many questions as it's answered many questions. And for people who want to get to know you, for people who want to deepen their own practice here, uh, what's the best way to, to reach out and get acquainted with you?
1: Ah, yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, one of the best ways is Instagram. And there I'm Casey, and that's the initials, Casey Taylor understo- underscore coach. Uh, or you can visit my website uh, at kctaylor.net. And both those places are a great place to connect and you can also find youtube videos um though i do speak about energy uh, on those channels um, um, quite a bit you know usually I, this is something that comes up more in w- with my uh private clients so it's not necessarily like the front end of what i'm uh, put out there as my marketing but if this is interesting to you uh, and you'd like to have a discussion around it you know i do offer um uh, preliminary uh, discovery sessions. If you want to just jump on a call for me for an hour and kind of see um, if there's something that relates, you know, I'd love to chat with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would, if you're listening to this right now and you experience life, is just kind of having the color and the vibrance turned down to like a one, two, three, four, anything lower than what you actually want. Um, if you find yourself feeling really restless. Uh, like you're, you're maybe just going through the motions in life. Um, I I would recommend starting this conversation with Casey and seeing what unlocks for you. Uh, I I can see the, how I've implemented little bits and pieces of what we've been talking about throughout my life. But where I started was that place of like, shit, like if this is the best life has to offer, then like, man, do I really want to stick around? This is horrible, no matter what I do, no matter how much I achieve, this is really bad. Um, and it was only in beginning to embrace everything that we've been talking about right here and now that life has become a lot more engaging than the video games, the porn, the shows, the movies, like those things don't hold my attention anymore. But it's because because of stuff like the work that you're doing so thanks for, thanks for being that guy. Thanks for putting that out there and for spending like a good chunk of time breaking down like what is an incredibly intricate practice.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity to chat with you about it. You know, it's uh, like I said, multiple times you are, do such a wonderful job of summarizing and making things clear and concise in an elegant way and uh, you know you're doing such beautiful work with your podcast And i know all the listeners are getting a ton of value out of it so i'm happy to be uh, with you in this moment and uh, adding value as well
0: yeah th- thank you man and if, if you're listening right now and somehow you're on like iteration 10 of this you've, you've gone through and you're like having your four hour orgasms you owe this man a burrito in a conversation, uh, so <laughs> do that. And if you got some value out of this podcast, definitely be sure to smash that subscribe button, leave it a rating, and, uh, yeah, thanks as always for listening. You can catch this podcast, I, I will catch you, next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. I love you, and peace.